0: The snap, looking, flips the ball, diving for the pylon, and he's got it! Razzle dazzle, touchdown, Houston, and the Texans go in front.
1: There is no off season for your Houston Texans. Game day is every day.
2: We had a lot of energy and we brought a lot of spark for this
1: organization. The best is yet to come. Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming.
0: <clears throat> ball is out. The Texans say they have it, and they do.
1: Now, it's Texans All-Access.
3: Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome in to Texans All-Access. On this wonderful Wednesday, hopefully you didn't get caught in a gully washer like I did over here on the west side. I'm your host this evening, John Harris, football analyst, sideline reporter, and joined, as always, by my partner in crime, the voice of the Texans, Mark Vandermeer. Mark, did you get hit with the rain, or are you all dry?
0: Well, uh, we got uh, some rain last night. That was great. I think a little bit today, although I didn't notice it. I was kind of busy. And, Johnny, three months from tonight, that's the target, baby. Three months from tonight, let's do it oh. in Minneapolis. Let's hope it happens. And I want it to happen. We all want it to happen. Let's make it happen.
3: Three months from tonight. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, three that months from That doesn't seem – you know, it doesn't seem that long mm-hmm. on one hand. Then again, uh, April – then again, we basically have been sheltered in place for two months, and that's felt like two years. It has felt like a long
0: time. We were talking about it last night, how you sort of go into a time warp, and you're looking at the same <laughs> scenery every day, and it just yeah. feels strange. But but it is. Uh, it, it It's just so bizarre. We'll never forget it. I hope we go back to normal and what that's going to be, yeah. uh, the new normal. Everybody talks about it, but here we are. It's sports. Uh, we still have You know, the team getting ready to play. They're doing virtual meetings. Anthony Weaver met with the media today. It was a whole lot of fun to hear him. So, uh, you know, we proceed here and hope that, yes, three months from today, the preseason for the Houston Texans can certainly begin. I don't have that date confirmed, but I think it's the earliest they would play, which would be the Thursday night of that first preseason, full preseason weekend.
3: Yeah, and we are going to hear from Anthony Weaver in just a second. We are also going to... Well, you know, the Wednesday night draft had run its course because we had the draft. We yeah. ran it a couple extra times afterwards. So I was like, man, I got to come up with something different. So I have a Mark Vandermeer special.
0: <laughs> oh, boy.
3: Yes. This, and Mark, I think you'll have fun with this. Uh-oh. It's called What You Remember When Wednesday. Oh, okay. What, what You, you remember, remember When Wednesday. It's a multiple-choice test for Mark. Okay. And really, there's no wrong answer, Mark. So it's probably the best test you're gonna ever have, really. I do well on these no wrong answer tests. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very it's, it's, well. Yeah, it's kinda of fun. It's kinda of fun. There's no there's no wrong answer. Now mm-hmm. there will be ones that I criticize you about. Uh, sure. but but that's that's okay. Uh, and it criticizes a criticize is a strong word. I probably yes. shouldn't have used critique. that word person. Yeah, critique. Uh, mm-hmm. but I think you'll love that. And then we're gonna go around the league. This interesting note popped up that today uh, from around the NFL that uh, even the general wrote about. And when it ended up on a group text string, let's put it this way, three of us were like, yes, one person was like, run quickly as fast as you can. The other way we'll explain that later on. But, Mark, you mentioned it. Anthony Weaver, new defensive coordinator for the Houston Texans. Met with the media today, so Mark, it's our, I think it's our inaugural edition of Texans Audio Jukebox Coronavirus oh. version. Yes, I don't have the sounder, so I don't
0: have. That I need with the it, sounder. But. It's at it's at the stadium. It's on digital yeah. at the stadium in the hard drive. There, can't get it out
3: right now. Yeah, it's somewhere there. If, some, if either one of us had a falsetto, we could mm-hmm. probably sing it. But if you haven't heard Texans Audio Jukebox, first of all, you, you, I would imagine, well. Maybe some of you know what a jukebox is. If you're in our age demographic, you know what a jukebox is. It's kind of like a playlist now. You know, jukebox <laughs> back then was kind of like our version uh, of a playlist. You know, you put in uh, a quarter into the machine and then you went and hit uh, A7. That's the song I want in. You to, you'd hit those buttons. Now, obviously, a playlist is a little bit easier, but I like jukebox. so We're going with it. So, Mark, let's start with Anthony Weaver discussing how he feels like teaching is going right now in a virtual environment. We tried to
2: operate as, as best we could to keep things um, as we would as if we were in the stadium. So, so early on, uh, all of us position coaches had individual meetings with our players, and then right away we decided to, to teach some of the changes we made from a terminology standpoint and then get right into the install. So the, the one thing about this format is we're – we're, we can get into some graduate level details where we're not under the gun, we're, we're not in a rush. So, you know, obviously the the, the commissioner extended the virtual program today, which I kind of planned was, was you know I kind of guessed it was probably going to happen. So we're 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 being able to teach some 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 graduate level stuff that probably you know you would skim over otherwise.
3: We'll get to what the commissioner. Sent to each of the teams a little later in the show. But, Mark, I thought he made an interesting point. He really kind of piqued my interest when he talked about graduate-level learning. And I thought, well, wait a second. How? Hmm. I didn't really get exactly what he was going with when I heard that live. But when I heard the clip that he was talking about right now, I got it. I got it. And that is, they're not having to go out to the field and spend you know, two hours and then reviewing film, et cetera. So they're just taking really a complete and total deep dive into what Anthony Weaver's playbook essentially is going to be. And it kind of dawned on me like, oh, okay. I kind of, I understand where he's going with that thought now.
0: Yeah. He's taking it to the level it would be at had they been going for a while And what's the next step? What's the next step? Let's layer on the mental part of it now, even if they have to completely review, which they will when they get to that point. But we talk about the lockout season of 2011 when you couldn't do anything with the players and you had that crash course once you hit training camp. Well, they're going to have to do that physically, but they have a tremendous jump mentally here. So you can sort of uh, unfold, unpack everything as you go physically. And I think... I love the way he termed that. There were several things today that really stuck out. I don't want to play
3: spoiler right now, so I'll let you continue to play the cuts. One of the things that stood out, and I think this is going to be the challenge in some sense, and it hit me yesterday listening to Jordan Aikens because Drew asked him about going through this virtual environment. and The one thing that, of course, I know I've learned as a teacher many, many eons ago was everybody learns differently. Some people can just sit there and take in every word you say and apply it perfectly. They it just it soaks it in. Some people are are visual. They have to see it in action. And Jordan said, look, I'm I'm a walkthrough guy. I I need those walkthroughs to be able to kind of see it in practice. And so I wonder how that experience is working for for those guys that can look at it and go okay yeah, yeah i see it but then go out on a walkthrough and that's really where they get tested on it essentially uh and what they're going to do so i'm curious how they're kind of branching that but uh that gap if you will but for the visual learners and the guys that are more walkthrough or lean on the walkthroughs to kind of gain a greater understanding i wonder how they're incorporating that into the learning so uh that'll be kind of interesting
0: I think they're doing the best they can. You know, oh, Of course, not yeah. everybody's yeah. going to take to it as well as they possibly could had you been in the building, of course. But they're getting as much done as they possibly can in this environment. And as he said, it was extended today, uh, which really, I know you want to get into that later, which really means more like uh, extend, by extending the virtual program, that means you're not allowed in the building yet. Right. Because normally they'd be in by now.
3: Right. One of the most important people – in Anthony Weaver's rise to where he is today, this guy we all know, Rex Ryan. Today, Anthony was asked about the impact of the former defensive coordinator slash head coach Rex Ryan.
2: You know, Rex was obviously a, a huge influence on on my career, both as a player and, and now as a coach. And you know, as, as a very young player, he always he always um, you know prompted us to learn the big picture and learn all the stuff that was happening around us, just because. He thought that would that would enable us to make some more plays, and it's um, and it's something I try to continue to convey uh, to the players I have now. So uh, that was that obviously helped me in terms of once I got in the coaching profession, I was probably ahead of most players that that jump into the into the coaching the coaching carousel. But um,
3: let's see Anthony Weaver talking about hit former defensive coordinator Rex Ryan and Mark. There couldn't be two two more polar opposites seemingly on the face of this earth than Rex Ryan and Romeo Cronell. But both of them are going to play a huge role in this 2020 Texas defense because of the impact that both have had on Anthony Weaver. Well, we're all eager to see what his style
0: is, what his creativity input will be into how this defense operates. Look, I like Rex Ryan as the defensive coordinator. I think a lot of us do. And as a head coach, the runs he had to the AFC championship game as head coach of the jets were certainly inspirational uh at least notable if not inspirational because you know he had mark sanchez as his quarterback we know the rest of the story the defense did good things bart scott can't wait all the rest of it well let's take other influences you know and and weaver went on to talk about his high school coach yeah you know he worked with urban meyer at florida worked with urban meyer he was a grad assistant with urban meyer at florida for a year now the thing about that is and, and I, I loved hearing that, you know, when, when he came to the Houston Texans as a head coach. Because I think that Urban, you know, he knows that he's got a former NFL player, a good one, on his staff as a grad yeah. assistant. Uh, it's not like he's got some kid right out of college. But you know that Urban, as serious as he is, was probably not... Uh, for lack of a better term pulling any punches as far as duties that Anthony Weaver would get so he really kind of he paid his dues as a coach he went there he went to North Texas and then he started climbing up through the National Football League so I love his path here Johnny and I think that there are a lot of influences that could come into play we won't know it until we see it till we see the finished product
3: yep. or the finishing product on the field yeah I think you're absolutely right and he And I don't know, I don't believe it's in in the cuts, and I I couldn't find it exactly, but he said that Urban Meyer had told him, you're no longer in the suggestion business, you're in the decision business. And I was like, that's brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. Meaning, as an assistant coach and and a position coach, hey, you give your thoughts. Hey, I think we could do this. You make your suggestions. When you're in the defensive coordinator business, you are making that call. And I thought that that was pretty on point. Some of the things I've heard Urban Meyer say are, are absolutely brilliant. And then there are sometimes I'm like, okay, he's a fraud. But that's a different story altogether. Uh, <laughs> he's a good fraud then. He's a good fraud. I love yeah. those fraudulent <laughs> national championships. Yeah, I know. I just, I, I've got issues. But either way, uh, this defense in 2020, Anthony Weaver, and I, and I think this is the cut that probably got the most attention today. Maybe how he just presented what he envisions from the defense this year?
2: I, I my, I envision our defense being, uh, being representative of our city. You know, we want a defense that 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 plays with passion, um, just like the city of Houston. I, I, I've been around this place a long time now. We're passionate about our sports. Um, you got to be Texans tough, right? We know, we know everybody in the city of Houston. They, they're tough. You know, you can't be from Texas to not be tough. And then you got to be resilient. You know, in the time that I've been here, we've, we've been through a lot of things. Hurricanes, now we're dealing with this COVID-19. And and people always, they, they come together in adverse times. They stick together, and they get through it, and they respond accordingly. And and I, I plan on our defense being the exact same way. So, and if, whether or not we're going to be aggressive, we're going to do whatever it takes to win. Um, but I, I'd like for our defense to be representative of our, of our city.
3: I thought that was brilliant. Because the, the first thing that I thought of, Mark, I thought of two teams, Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Those are the two teams that, to me, when you say, which teams do you think in the NFL seemingly represent the city where they are located better than any other? And those are the two that really kind of came to mind. I mean, Pittsburgh, it just has always seemed like the Steelers fit the personality of Pittsburgh. And then Baltimore... And look, Baltimore's got some tremendously just gorgeous areas and areas around Baltimore are, are beautiful Maryland, Virginia area, just beautiful. But then obviously there's that gritty the wire sort of area to West Baltimore that's tough, and that kind of epitomizes what the Ravens are. So when I heard that, that's kind of the first thing I thought of were the Steelers and the Ravens. And then I was like, yeah, we like I started getting I started feeling even more pride about being a Houstonian when he started talking about that's what he wanted this defense to be emblematic of was the city of Houston. What were your thoughts about that?
0: Uh, no doubt. And I heard Ron and Clint talking about it. I think a lot of people took to those comments today, Johnny. He sounds like a head coach. Bill Lebron's going to kill me for saying that. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Don't anoint him anything. Uh, you know, not not that he doesn't believe in him, yeah. but the, but the uh, you know, the worst, it's not the worst case, but, you know, he wants Anthony Weaver to be a great coordinator and to be around for a while as one. Yeah. Although course. as a head coach, you always want to see your guys be able to move up. Uh, so anyway, I just, Kind of talked myself into a corner with that one, but he just has that command. And you and I have always thought that. We've talked about this before regarding Anthony Weaver. Not a surprise to us. Look, this is the first. Remember, he signed with the Texans in 06. This was the first big time free agent of the Kubiak Rick Smith era for the Houston Texans. 2006, he comes into the team. He's here for three years. Now, as he talks about Houston, It's no joke. He's been here for a long time. Remember, he lived through Hurricane Ike through that season in 2008 with the team as a player seeing them start 0 and four and seeing them get through that miami game and eventually go eight and eight in an 0 and four start season they were three and seven they went five and one down the stretch and and he saw what hurricane ike did to the city he saw what the last one did to the city harvey he is a tough guy good player very good coach here he is uh, getting to make his mark as a coordinator and boy was that a terrific introduction or what in a first presser as a coordinator. You talked about some of the terms graduate-level learning and stuff he said about Rex Ryan and the thing you just said about or you just played about talking about Houston as a strong city. I loved it. How could you not like it? And uh, so he won the press conference, and now it's time to go win (laughs) on the field.
3: Yeah, absolutely. He's going to do that with a couple of rookies they drafted in the front seven, and that was really kind of his first task, finding players through the draft process that were going to fit what he wanted to do and he talked about the impact of his two front seven rookies, Ross Blacklock from TCU and John Grenard from Florida.
2: You know, Ross, you know, starting with Ross Blacklock, he was a guy that, that from a measurable standpoint, had all the attributes that you're looking for. And then when you watched him on tape, he was, he was twitchy, he was instinctive, and he, and he found the ball. You know, he, and you can't teach instincts in this game. Um, John Grenard was a guy that you could see doing a bunch of things for us. And I think position flexibility, particularly in the defense we're trying to institute, adds tremendous adds a tremendous amount of value. So he's a guy that that can rush off the edge, can rush inside, can drop into coverage, and when you can when you can wear that many hats, that poses a lot of potential problems for an offense. So um, that was probably the the main thing we saw in John Gruden. Uh,
3: I two guys that are going to be instrumental on this defense and instrumental. Mark, in trying to avoid what happened against Kansas City. Here's Anthony Weaver on what he and the Texans learned from that Kansas City loss in January.
2: You know, that was, that was obviously a tough day. Uh, you know, we, we started off, we were on the highest of highs, and then it, it couldn't, we couldn't have crashed on that roller coaster fast enough. But uh, the thing I, the thing I, I mentioned earlier, we have to be a resilient football team. There's ebbs and flows to every football team, uh, every football game, and we can't we can't ride those waves. We got to stay consistent throughout and just trust in our ability and trust that we will be able to stop stop any hemorrhaging. Okay, and and I think, uh, you know, I think I can I can help I can help be a reflection of that. You know, I'm not a guy that's going to get too riled up on the sideline and screaming. I'm going to stay in the moment. I'm going to stay locked in, and I think our, your players will be a reflection of that.
3: One of the things we know, Mark, because we've been around Weave for a long time, he's a pretty even keel kind of guy. I mean, he'll hit you with that smile that'll brighten up uh, the entire city of Houston. But he is a pretty calm guy for the most part. Doesn't get real worked up. And I think, uh, like like Rack, I mean, he had that kind of similar demeanor. But I think with Weave, he also knows when he needs to, to reach back and, and find the fastball a little bit and, and get a little fired up if he needs to. But he's a guy that I... When I heard him talk about stopping the hemorrhaging, I was like, he, to me, he strikes me as that kind of guy. Like, he's the guy I would want in charge to be able to help a defense or help a unit be able to stop the bleeding.
0: Well, how about this? You get to go right back there. You get to go yep. right back to that place and try it this time and put the brakes on a Kansas City offense that is prolific, to say the least, and I can't wait. I can't wait to see the debut on that side of the football, On all phases of the football uh, when the Texans go up to play the Kansas City Chiefs. What a debut to have to make! You know, to go up there with this defense, with a preseason. Who knows what the preseason is going to look like? And then you got to play the Chiefs opening day. It is going to be incredibly exciting.
3: All right, John, I want to skip ahead a couple, and I want to hit this last, final one because, ironically, the Last Dance is the hottest documentary seemingly in the country right now, and it details. The 1998 run of the Chicago Bulls to their sixth championship, but also goes back in time and tells the story of Michael Jordan and the Bulls. And today, Anthony was asked about some Muhammad Ali pictures that were behind him by Kansas City Chiefs reporter, I mean, NFL Network reporter, James Palmer. And he started talking about Muhammad Ali, and he has some Michael Jordan up there, and he got to talking about MJ, and he said, there's a quote that I want my players on the defensive side in particular to live by. And here's what he said.
2: I, I have watched The Last Dance. You know, Michael Jordan, for me growing up, you always kind of heard all these stories. But just to hear them, you know, from from the man himself is it, truly amazing. But he had a quote that I, you know, and it, it's going to sound cocky. But, but when I was growing up, I, I kind of lived by it. And, and, and the quote was that he said, I don't have to raise the roof. I don't have to chest bump because when the game is over, you'll know I'm better than you. And um, and that's that's how I want my guys to be. I want my guys to be confident. I want them to feel like Superman when they go in the game. But, but we're going to play the game the right way. We're not going to try to, to boast and, and, and showboat and do all those things. We're just going to play really hard together and hopefully just intimidate people with, with 11 guys, just waves of guys at a time. And then at the end of the game, we'll see where the pieces fall. But, but um, that's that's one of those quotes that I've, I've stuck with me my entire life.
3: You know, Bill Bryant talked about layers. You're Anthony Weaver talk about waves, and they both kind of accomplish the same thing, Mark. And that is, you hit a team with one after another after another. Eventually, you just suffocate them, and you walk out of there with a W.
0: Yeah, and. Look, I don't know about you, but that wasn't my favorite Jordan quote out of the whole thing so far. Mine was, <laughs> I, I have to paraphrase, about, oh, you think I'm a tyrant? Yeah. That's really you because you've never won anything. Yeah. Wow. that was- It's incredible stuff, and uh, th- there's no doubt that every athlete, look, everybody's watching this thing right now, so that's
3: pretty cool. Yeah, that, the end of Episode 7 when he is talking about that aspect and then he at the very end, he, you can tell he's getting choked up, and he's like, "Break." I'm like, w-? And that that might have been one of the better endings to a documentary episode ever. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I like the fact that we've brought that up and and talked about that because you know Jordan had that in him to walk into another locker room and say, "Hey, tell Randy Whitman, I'm about to put sixty on him tonight. Just <laughs> let him know." <laughs> yeah, you know, he had that in him, yeah. but it it was it was different. He, he, didn't, he didn't go out in the press and tell everybody how great he was. He didn't have to, and I think that's Wee's point. They, they shouldn't have to. People should just, and teams should just experience it for themselves and then realize, oh, man, those guys are that good. They are that dominant, and hopefully that's where we get to in due time. Okay, that was Texans Audio Jukebox featuring new defensive coordinator Anthony Weaver. When we get back... It is time for the inaugural edition for Mark Vandermeer, What You Remember When Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Mm. New game from Mark Vandermeer happening next right here at Texans All Access.
1: Download the Texans mobile app for news, videos, alerts, and more on your Houston Texans.
4: Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer, brewed with great taste and only 96 calories, available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces.
5: Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and Phillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! You are the barbecue boss, the sultan of spatula.
0: And upon the first bite of Whataburger's new barbecue bacon burger, you think, hey, I could make this. Your barbecue sauce might not be as smoky, and you probably wouldn't put both smoked cheddar and Monterey Jack on it, and you... Wait,
5: is that bacon? Good thing there's room for more than one poobah at the pit. Good thing there's the new limited-time barbecue bacon burger at Whataburger. Ah. The pitter-patter, splitter-splatter of Sunday morning's Wait, no, that's bacon. And it's spitting all over your PJs. Stains can ruin any moment. Get them out with Tide, America's number one detergent. If it's gotta be clean, it's gotta be Tide.
3: Modern Modernization today has the products you need to modernize your workplace. Like Wi-Fi booster crystals, Let their metaphysical powers
5: enhance connectivity and spiritually awaken your Internet of Things. At CDW, we get crystals won't modernize your network. You need Cisco Catalyst access
6: points that are Wi-Fi 6 compatible and can help you improve reliability, increase capacity, and reduce latency. Cisco and IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash Cisco.
0: Allen, deep drop, in trouble. Ball is out again. J.J. Watt, and he falls on it, and the Texans have it in the red zone.
1: Nothing compares to the excitement and emotion of watching your Houston Texans play at NRG Stadium. Take the first step to joining the Houston Texans family and sign up for the 2020 season ticket priority waitlist for free. Enjoy exclusive offers, event invitations, and more. Join at HoustonTexans.com.
5: Whether you're scoring touchdowns or touching your toes, you depend on your body just like the pros do. At Houston Methodist, we treat you
3: with the same expert care the Houston Texans have relied on from day one. From the starting lineup to starting a new exercise, your body is made to move, and we have the expertise to keep it that way. Houston Methodist is the official health care provider for the Houston Texans. Houston Methodist, leading medicine.
4: Here at the Kroger Company, the fight against hunger is something that we are very
3: passionate about. That's why we created the Zero Hunger, Zero Waste Foundation and have committed more than $6 million to our nonprofit partners. $3 million to Feeding America and No Kid Hungry and $100,000 to the Greater Houston COVID-19 Relief Fund. You can help support our goal to end hunger in our communities by donating a dollar or rounding up your total to the nearest dollar at any Kroger store. To learn more, visit thekrogerco.com no matter where you are. Chris from Atlanta, listening on the Radio.com app. Or when you tune in. I'm listening to the show on the app. I started over an hour
6: behind.
3: You can turn on your favorite show. Because
6: you can rewind on the Radio.com app. Using Radio.com Rewind. (laughs) On the Radio.com app. Download it now. Search and favorite. Sports Radio 610. From Houston's Sports
3: Leader. Sports Radio 610.
4: Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Keep up with
1: the Houston Texans everywhere you go. Download the Texans mobile app.
3: Each and every Wednesday through the offseason, heading into the NFL draft, I and the team, Drew, Deepy, and Mark, would sit down and we would do our Wednesday night draft. And I love doing drafts of all kinds, but I thought, you know, the draft is over, so maybe we should transition to something different. So I was like, mm, it's got to be something. So I came up with this actually driving today, and it's called What You Remember When Wednesday. So I, I thought about Wednesday. I was like way back Wednesday, so I thought about things in history Of the Texans, mainly. And I was like, oh, okay, what you remember when? And I thought, well, one man has been there for everything for the Texans. So why not ask him what he remembers when these events happened for your Houston Texans? John Harris here. Mark Vandermeer on the other end. Mark, I know you're anxious. This is a multiple choice test with no wrong answer. Okay. Okay. So, I will present to you the situation and your three options. And you okay. pick the one that's closest to what you remember when. What you remember when Deshaun Watson took off on 3rd and 15 against Cincinnati on a Thursday night game in 2017. A, he's a dead man. B, <laughs> where's Gino, as in Geno Atkins. C, this could be interesting.
0: I, the, and those are my only options. I don't. Those are your D. only options. Okay, C, C, I, C. Uh, and, and as a play-by-play guy, you're like, uh, keep it together here, because when he started <laughs> running to the right sideline, yeah, I thought, oh, maybe he goes out of bounds, but whoop, didn't go out of bounds. Cut it back to the inside and scored. And it, the thing I remember about that play was it looked so effortless. Yeah. You know, once he escaped from Atkins, it was like, do 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 run over here, run over there, I'm in the end zone, thank you. You know, it was so easy looking yeah. for him, and I thought, I knew that he could throw the ball, but we wouldn't see that on full display for another week. Yeah. But that night I thought, this kid's got a flair for the dramatic. And I, I knew it from college, but it very often doesn't translate into the pro circuit, but it did on that night, and I thought, what a tremendous play to launch his career. I mean, that really was special. We, I mean, Johnny, when had we ever seen anything like that, Nothing. even remotely close? Nothing. You know, we talk about T.J. Yates' 17-yard scramble on 3rd and 15 <laughs> yeah. in 2011. That was a tremendous play, the magnitude of the situation. But, I mean, Watson just ran half the field like it was a uh, walk in the park. So I just thought it was uh, an incredible play, and, and that that was my thing. This could be interesting as it developed, and, oh, it's really interesting because they scored.
3: I remember him straight-arming Carl Lawson, who was trying to tackle him around the logo, and he basically hit him with a stiff arm, and, Lo- and Lawson went right to the ground, and that, ha- that sent him towards our sideline, towards me. And I thought, hmm, okay. I mean, he made that look easy. And then when he turned it back up, I'm like, Oh well, I was like, oh, you got the first down! Like I was excited because yeah. there's really only about there's a minute and some change left, and I was thinking, man, they they could just get some points up on the board. And the one other thing I remember about it was two plays earlier, and that's why I brought up Gino. Gino had sacked him and hit him so hard, I I, I thought he'd killed him. I I mean the way he hit him, I thought he knocked his heart through his chest. And Sean got back up, and two plays later, he just ran right through him. Uh, it was pretty amazing. Okay, next one. Mm-hmm. What do you remember when the Texans beat the Redskins to start the 2014 season? Do you remember, A, the block punt that went for a touchdown? That was the last one prior to Lonnie Johnson's punt return touchdown against the Chiefs in the playoffs. Do you remember it for being O'Brien's first win? Or, C, do you remember our power going out during the broadcast?
0: Oh, boy. Uh, does that include my meltdown in the booth when we got knocked <laughs> off the air? Because I remember that really well. Too yeah. well. Yeah, the funny thing about that is all right, so the power goes off in our booth, right? About not in the Third stadium. quarter. About third yeah. quarter. Uh not and not the power, the um the the line. The line yeah. we're using, it's an ISDN line at the time that we're using to get back to the station where network control is. And that just goes down because the head end of the line was for some reason still in the Astrodome, which is not our doing. It just worked out that way with the phone company at the time. It's since been corrected. But that was horrible because, you know, it's funny. That's 2014. In 2004, 10 years prior to that, was the day the lights went out at NRG Stadium in the second half of the Chargers Texans season opener. And it was, that was freaky. It was boom. Power out. Now it was daytime, so the yeah. light, you know, was still bright enough in the stadium. Yeah, yeah. But it was so bizarre. The world stopped video board out, all the lights out, scoreboard out, everything out, 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 off the air, all of it. Uh for I don't know, a minute or two. I don't even remember how many minutes in 04. So ten years later it happens again in the twenty fourteen opener. But I think that's what I remember the most. Of course, anytime you block a punt block a kick for a touchdown in yeah. any game. That does stand out. Alfred Blue, right? That yep. does stand out Alfred to Blue. me because he was a rookie. It was O'Brien's first game, and what a way to get it started.
3: Yeah, and and just before that, Fitzy hit hop for a 76-yard touchdown in the very next mm-hmm. drive. Three and out, block punt, touchdown, and the place went nuts. Okay, what you remember when fourth and long versus the Miami Dolphins in 2008? A, it's over. B, uh-huh. It's not over yet, but will be soon. C. Dre will save us. Uh, as much as I
0: believe in Dre, it wasn't C. I didn't think, you know, I, I didn't think that was coming. That tremendous catch on fourth and ten to keep that drive going, that they would ultimately score with the shop run. I, I think at fourth down right there, I thought, I am not going to have coffee for another week <laughs> because on the morning show, I said I'm giving up coffee till they win. Because oh, they lost. No. The Rosencopter was the week before. yeah, and after oh. that, I said, that's it. I'm giving up coffee until they win. And I knew the Dolphins were coming, so I thought, I'll have a good chance here. I'll have a really good chance to have some coffee next week, and I'll just I'll grind it out through a week. And everyone knew how much I loved coffee on that morning show. Anyway, yeah. so I thought, oh, man, this is going to really suck. No coffee, another loss, 0-5. Uh, so my thought was – uh, I I didn't think it was over because you know Johnny, especially broadcasting the game. Yeah, it ain't over till it's over. You know that if right. the cliche really applies, and and you're you're hoping for that great moment, and you better be ready for it because if it does happen, yeah. and it did, if it does happen, you want to call it right, and it did. So the drive continued, and ultimately they won the game.
3: So that's what I remember. What you remember when Seth Payne and Gary Walker tackled Quincy uh. Carter in the end zone? to seal 1910 and 2002 a i'm taking calls all tomorrow morning b <laughs> jerry's going to be pissed c the texans could not make playoff history being a first year expansion team in the playoffs no it was it was of those three it was a it was a yeah. because i took a
0: lot of heat for predicting the first play of the game to be a play action pass deep it really wasn't play action, but it was a deep pass to Corey Bradford, right? Yeah. And they got the pass interference call. So I was right that it was a deep pass, and I because I didn't think there's any way they're going to hand off on the first play of franchise history, and yeah. they didn't. And I thought I was I was already proud of myself for that from a talk show host <laughs> standpoint. Yeah. Uh, but when but I'll tell you you didn't list it here, but as a, again as a play by play announcer, and you know it's funny because Sean and Seth had me on; they were talking about. Uh, there was an article in The Athletic from uh, about play-by-play guys who want certain calls back and would love to do them yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, And I didn't mention that, and I should have, because Seth is doing the show, and he had that sack. And at the time, I called it Walker's sack, because Gary had him high and Seth had him low, and Seth yeah, really yeah. got full credit for that sack. But Walker gets up and flexes as if he's got the sack. Yeah. And Seth is just sort of like down to the end zone, like, What's for dinner no uh so (laughs) i i said gary walker with the sack and i really wish i said seth's name right there uh it was kind of on the back end of the call i said walker's name but i got that one wrong and i was upset at the time because i was like when i watched the replay and that's where i learned with sacks, you you know how it is. You yeah. don't know you somebody hits some them high, right. somebody gets them some low. Is it a half? Is it a full? Is it a split? You don't know how they're gonna score it, so to speak. So I just kind of say whatever names are around the guy, um, and and ho- unless it's totally obvious, uh, that's how you have to call those things because you want to be accurate. Anyway, that that was my thought at that point.
3: Granado should have done a better job spotting for you down on the field.
0: Oh, he was having a cocktail on the <laughs> sideline enjoy- no, I'm just kidding. He did a great job. He just uh, I don't yeah. know. It, it was uh, different back then.
3: Okay. What do you remember when JJ Watt picked off Andy Dalton in the 2011 wild card win over the Bengals? A. Man, he's faster than I thought. B. This place might fall down. C. I just witnessed the true beginning of one of the greatest defensive careers in football history. Wait, what was A again? (laughs) A is, man, he's faster than I thought. B, uh, this place might fall down. C, I just witnessed the true beginning of one of the greatest defensive careers in football history. B, it was B all the way. I thought this
0: is one of the greatest things I've ever seen, one of the greatest moments I've ever seen in this stadium, and you're going to be hard-pressed to beat it until you, you know, have another one like that yeah. like the watson to taiwan jones yeah. you know and as far as a postseason game and doing something like that are you kidding now when they beat the raiders in 16 you know Clowney's pick yeah oh man he almost took it to the house right almost right. and that would have been really cool as well that would have been so reminiscent of what jj did uh but to be in the kind of trouble they were against buffalo and you have one of the great playoff comeback wins really ever it's like a top five win no matter how you slice it in terms of points down it's as late as it was and all that uh for Watson to do what he did was just one of those things you'll never forget uh but but at the time with Watt uh it was this place is coming down and 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 I had two there's-no-way-they're-going-to-lose-this-game moments. That was one of them. And Bump Phillips walking out of the tunnel with his hat and, oh, yeah. uh, and tipping his hat to the crowd. And I just – I mean, you just felt such electricity with that moment. And as many great home field advantage captains as they've had, and they've had so many great people, I, there was no other moment like that to me. And and I'm, I'm waiting for one to top it because there have been so many really great ones, and not yeah. that they're bad – but bump Phillips out of the tunnel in a playoff yeah. game, and Wade Phillips is coaching, and you're you know you're, it's your first playoff game, and there's bump. I, I just, I
3: don't know. I don't know how you top it. It's very tough. Very, very tough. Okay, last one. Okay. What do you remember when Lamar Miller went 97 yards versus Tennessee in 2018 on Monday Night Football just a few days after Bob McNair had passed away? A, he, Lamar, finally made it. B, Bob would love this right now. C, this actually has four parts. C, we're really kicking their butt again. D, Vrabel should have kicked the field goal. <laughs> oh, because he went for it on, on
0: yes. uh, goal to go. <laughs> yes. And it was first to goal from the three. And this is another one that came up with, with uh, Seth and Sean. And that was, and I said it before, on any snap, you could have the greatest play you've ever seen or one of them. Right. On any snap in any game, that's why you always have to be ready. And that was first and goal from your three. You're not going 97 yards. Oh, yes, you are. Yep. Uh, but it really it really was Bob. Like Once he took it down the sideline the last 50 yards, I thought, McNair, this yeah. is his moment. This is Bob's moment. Look at this. This guy just went coast to coast in this game this night against this team on national television. I knew it was his moment, and uh, I, I think he, he definitely came into my mind because I used him in the call. Yeah. So, yeah.
3: Um, yeah, there's no question. Bob would love this right now as B. That's what I thought your answer would be, but I, just thought, yep. I thought I'd throw D in there because I I remember my thought on fourth down was, man, I would love a Justin Reed pick six again because we were kind of we were at that same location on the field on yeah. fourth down, and then Zach and B Max stuffed Stocker. And the very next play. It was kinda like a pick six in some sense, but it took two plays instead of one. It was just it, it it was just incredible. And the thing is, is I'm as he's running down the field, and I mentioned he finally made it. What I meant by that is Lamar had been getting teased by guys because he would break off these runs and then he'd get tackled at the two yard line. Yeah. And yeah. he was a fast guy, but guys would have an angle and he would get caught. And so he was taking some heat for that. And I talked to him about it and he was like, Yeah, they're giving me some heat, but I finally got it in. And so when he's breaking loose to the fifty, that was my first thought. So I didn't hear your call until after the game, and then I hear you say that one's for you, Bob. And I just was like, "Oh, that that ex- you were exactly right. It, ha- it it had to be B, and that's why I put it there because Bob would absolutely love that that ap- that moment right there. Uh, maybe more than anybody in that building at that particular moment. So, uh, what you remember when Mark is that going to be something we bring back for a second uh, a second time oh, yeah. next week? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, I I could definitely come up with some for you, too. Okay. All right. That'd be pretty good. Okay, we come back. The NFL has got plenty of things going on. They made a decision about the offseason program. There is a location in the United States saying, (laughs) come one, come all. And there's also a second location saying the same thing. We'll talk about that next on Texans All Access.
1: For the most in-depth coverage of your favorite team and players, check out HoustonTexans.com.
4: Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company,
5: Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Houston Methodist is still here for you. Seeing patients who need our care. Even in these uncertain times, our commitment remains the same. We put our patients at the center of everything we do. We can see you virtually. We can talk to you on the phone. We can even see you in person if needed. Rest assured, we are taking every precaution to keep you safe. We're still here for you. Contact your doctor's office or visit HoustonMethodist.org slash here for you. Ah, the pitter patter, splitter splatter of Sunday morning. Wait, no, that's bacon and it's spitting all over your PJs. Stains can ruin any moment. Get them out with Tide, America's number one detergent. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide.
6: Will the LSU Tigers be just as dominant in 2020? Can they replace key players lost to the NFL draft and field another undefeated national championship caliber squad? Only one way to find out. Witness the 2020 LSU Tigers right here in Houston as they head to NRG Stadium Saturday, September 19th to take on the hometown Rice Owls. Head to RiceLSU2020.com to join the wait list and be notified as soon as tickets go on sale or to get info on how you can experience Rice vs. LSU from a luxury suite this fall.
2: Simple acts of kindness and community are more important than ever before. So Ashley Home Store is introducing the Ashley Cares Relief Program. We're offering 0% financing for 60 months. With three-month payment assistance on qualifying purchases, Ashley Home Store is here to serve your furniture needs. Text Ashley to 797979 to set up a virtual appointment today. Or visit us online at ashleyhomestore.com. Proud sponsor of the Houston Texans. Ashley Home Store. This is home.
6: This is a story about doers. It's also about Houston, teamwork, and. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I think they heard you the first time. When you're committed to doing good in the community, it helps to have good teammates. So Chevron partnered with the Houston Texans to do good in Houston, volunteering thousands of hours, working with nonprofits, and helping to make a difference for Houston's youth. These teams bring their A game on and off the field. Chevron, proud to be the official volunteerism partner of the Houston Texans. No
3: matter where you
6: are. Chris from Atlanta. Listening on the Radio.com app.
3: Or when you tune in. I'm listening to the show on the app. I started over an hour behind. You can turn on your favorite show.
6: Because you can rewind on the Radio.com app. Using Radio.com Rewind. (laughs) On the Radio.com app. Download it now. Search and favorite. Sports Radio 610. From Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610.
5: We need small businesses, and right now, they need us. So Verizon is connecting big names and entertainment with small businesses around the country. Introducing Verizon Pay It Forward Live, a weekly live stream to support local communities and share ways to help small businesses. Verizon Pay It Forward Live. Tune in every Thursday at Verizon on Twitter and Yahoo Entertainment at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Small businesses need us now more than ever
3: zero if you buy a new hyundai before memorial day it's the number of payments you'll make in the next 90 days you can also get zero percent apr for 84 months on a new hyundai tucson which means you've got zero excuses to not be driving your new hyundai by memorial day get zero percent apr for up to 84 months on the tucson or for up to 72 months on the santa fe or elantra hurry in today to your nearest houston hyundai dealer offers end 6120 call 469-613-0227 for more
6: offer details Stay connected with the Houston Texans and join the Stampede email newsletter for the latest news and team stories. Each month, Stampede members have the opportunity to win sideline experiences, tickets, autographed team memorabilia, and more. Visit HoustonTexans.com to sign up. Make sure you follow the Texans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And take the Texans with you wherever you go with the Texans app and never miss an update.
4: Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces.
1: Welcome back to The Conversation. It's Texans All Access on Texans Radio.
4: Welcome
1: back.
3: John Harris here. Mark Vandermeer there. Let's go around the league. And Mark, probably the Biggest note that we heard today from the NFL came courtesy of Roger Goodell. And you heard Anthony Weaver refer to it earlier when we did Texas Audio Jukebox saying that the NFL sent a note to all the clubs saying they were extending the offseason two more weeks, essentially saying that teams have got to stay out of the building for the next two weeks. When you saw that, were you, was it just what you expected were you disappointed? What, what did you think when you saw the commissioner had extended the shelter in place for a team, stay away from the building essentially for two more weeks?
0: I'm not surprised at all. I think it was expected. And, look, I don't know anything. I just have a feeling that you're not going to see anybody do anything in any building until training camp gets here. Maybe they yeah. give them an early start to training camp, but it just feels like that might be the situation. Uh, I think it would be great, even if it's just a week or two. To get everybody in, that'd be tremendous. Just to see some faces and then, all right, everybody get lost, we'll get back here. That would do two things. It would do wonders for football, but if they were able to do that, it would mean the country's really headed in the right direction here because you have so many places that are still Mm -hmm. locked down, much more than we are here, obviously, and the league wants competitive balance. So uh, you can't have the L.A. teams unable to get in or whoever, the New York teams, and we can't. Because right now you get the feeling—I'm not saying we could practice, but we could get out and you know maybe do some things uh, with social distancing. Yeah. But uh, it, you know, relative to Houston, but it doesn't matter. The league can't, and you want competitive balance, and I get it. And that's the way the league is designed, and that's one of the reasons why it's such a great league—is that you do have this sort of even feel to it. So I wasn't surprised at all, Johnny.
3: Yeah, I, I wasn't either. When Anthony brought it up, I was kind of like, "Whoa!" I started searching for what he actually said, and I saw. Oh, they just extended it a couple of weeks. Okay. I I and I think they and that was this is one other thing to take out of what Anthony Weaver said and, and I'm reading between the lines, but I think this is essentially what he's saying is look, we need to be prepared for anything. Playing, not playing, playing here, yeah. playing there, playing anywhere. We we need to be prepared because if we're not, and then they say we are we need to be, uh, we could be in a world of hurt. So they're proceeding. Yep as if things are going to go off without a hitch, and that's what they should do, and then they'll adjust the other way as opposed to the other way around. Uh, In 2017 and 2018, the Texans, including me, you, DP, Drew, and a host of others, took training camp up to West Virginia and the Greenbrier. Now, no team was at the Greenbrier in 2019, as the Texans decided to stay in Houston for training camp, bringing it back home to Houston, which was fantastic. But the Greenbrier, because of its uh, remote location and well away from everybody and sort of, I don't want to say in lockdown, but it's kind of in its own separate area where you can be cordoned off from everybody else, has been fielding calls about potentially having a team or teams come up there for 2020 training camp mark very simply would you oh look the texans
0: don't need to i I think it's almost it's not unfair but it's it's just not something they're going to need to do i'd love to go back there you know that i would personally i'd love to go back to the Greenbrier. it was great for us we weren't so sure when they made the reservations you know uh are we going to really like this or not uh, we ended up loving it. It was great to be sequestered for camp, especially someplace like that. West Virginia is beautiful in the summertime. Uh, the weather was amazing. We talked about it. it was. I, I thought they got a lot of good work done there. I know it's really expensive. Um, I think for some team this year, it's going to be the perfect situation yep. because you do have vacationers there. But you're right, Johnny, you can really sort of quarantine yourself at the Greenbrier very nicely. I mean, they eat in one-player tent, Mm -hmm. and by tent, I mean one of those sort of PGA-type hospitality things. It's a beautiful tent, Uh, air conditioning, everything, totally climate-controlled. And you can go in there, and that's your dining room. So the team's really by itself at the Greenbrier. They don't use the resort stuff now. You know, there's – dining options and everything i don't know how they'd handle all that but you could really stick to yourselves and have a tremendous training camp experience with not a lot of fans they could socially distance i mean pretty much johnny when we were up there it was kind of social distancing anyway with the fans right yes. they were packed in like sardines and a lot of room to roam around so it's perfect for somebody but the houston texans don't need that this yeah. year now no, as no, i said right. they're probably making reservations right now let's go back okay no, good i right. in I mean, no, you're
3: right. They probably don't, You probably don't need it, and I, and I love having training camp here in Houston. Don't get me wrong. But you're right. All the, the things you mentioned are what makes the Greenbrier probably perfect in this particular situation. What about the state of Florida? Because yeah. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis <laughs> said today at a news conference in Tallahassee, all professional sports are welcome here for practicing and playing. What I would tell commissioners of leagues is – If you have a team in an area where they just won't let them operate, we'll find a place for you here in the state of Florida. Mm -hmm. I saw that and I thought, that's nice. However, (laughs) there are some places away from the west or east coast of Florida that you probably don't want to be in the state of Florida for an extended period of time. And I don't know how well you could socially distance, but maybe it's the thought that counts. (laughs) Did you see this when he said this? Yeah, well, I didn't really see the
0: press conference. I, I saw the story. Yeah, the story. So yeah. what is he saying? Like, you're going to use FIU's stadium or something if they don't play. Or, they, they do have options there, don't get me wrong. They have a, a lot of places you can go, a lot of little stadiums, nooks and crannies. There are small schools in Florida that people never talk about. You know right. how it is there. Yeah. Uh, there are places to go. So, uh, look, I, I think it's a good idea for some teams. It looks like the California team's, I'm not going to say definitely have to leave, but it's a possibility yeah. that they'll have to leave at least for some time. So maybe Vegas, uh, Arizona's Arizona's open for business like there, we said last up. night. Yep. So uh, this is a lot of really interesting, fascinating stories are going to come out in the next three months as the league gets ready to go. I got a feeling you just feel like it's going to happen. We just don't know what exactly it's going to look like.
3: Los Angeles Rams uniforms in one word. What are they? Misfire uh, as far as the design, Johnny. Don't
0: screw it up. You got a very great historic looking uniform. Best.
3: It's, it's the
0: one of the best uniforms in sports. They're the first helmet to have a decal on. Ugh. I mean, they they are wonderful. And they used to be the Cleveland Rams back in the day. A lot of people don't recognize that as part of their history. But I think that they uh, they didn't don't put a line through the horn. The horn's got to be yeah. solid. The, the horn, why are you dividing the horn? Why did you weaken the horn? The horn's got to be a solid horn no matter how you do it, and I think they screwed it up. But that's just my personal artistic opinion and not
3: the opinion of the Houston Texans. I don't care
2: for the jerseys
3: all that much. I kind of like the chrome blue. I like that a little bit. I don't like the, the logo, though. I don't like the, the ram horn. It just, eh, eh. And I don't like gradient I, numbers at all. I don't like gradient numbers at all. I didn't Hate like the it.
0: gold Kurt Warner Ram in St. Louis look either. I didn't like yeah, that. I, like I mean, that. they had tremendous traditional uniforms, yes. and they changed them. And I never agree with that. I Look, I, I love the Rockets. You know that. I still think the Rockets should have their uh, some, some closer version of their old uniforms. But yes. that might be just me.
3: Yeah, I know. It's not just you. I would love those as well. Mark, appreciate it as always. John Boudreaux, excellent job today in the studio. Thank you for all of your help. We will be back tomorrow. The general John McClain will be on with us, so you definitely want to tune in for that. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow, and as always, go Texans.
1: For the most in-depth coverage of your favorite team and players, check out
4: HoustonTexans.com. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12
5: ounces. Star of Courage winner, presented by Apache, is Houston Fire Department Firefighter Shane Cox. For the past two years, Shane has constantly been on the front lines, working hard to save lives and serve the city of Houston. During this challenging time, he has gone above and beyond by working overtime as an essential worker to help our community. He has truly dedicated his life to serving Houston and ensuring everyone's safety. The Houston Texans and Apache would like to congratulate him for being our April Star of Courage winner.
1: Take your Texans game day experience to a new level with Houston Texans club seats. You'll enjoy premier sight lines with wider cushion seats, a private game day entry, and in-seat food and beverage service. Enjoy premium culinary offerings while listening to live music in the exclusive club lounges during breaks in the play. Take the first step and join the club ticket priority wait list for free at HoustonTexans.com. Red Diamond knows perfect's not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Tea. Red Diamond. We're perfect at tea.
3: Hey, Papa John's here. Who wants a boring sandwich when you can have our new Papa Diaz at Papa John's? Four exciting flavors, just six bucks each. You're gonna love it. Better ingredients, butter pizza, better than a sandwich. Papa John's Houston. Hey, Papa John's here. Who wants a boring sandwich when you can have our new Papa Diaz at Papa John's? Four exciting flavors, just six bucks each. You're gonna love it. Better ingredients, butter pizza. Better than a sandwich. Papa John's, Houston.
4: Mustang Cat has been serving Texans for three generations. Cat compact machines do big work and are more affordable than you think. We'll help you find the right cat machine to get the job done with the Mustang Cat Texas Two-Step. First, demo a new cat machine at your location or one of ours. Second, get $150 as our thanks. Call 833-MYCAT19 or visit mustangcat.com/2step to schedule a demo. Offer limited to new customers only. See website for details.
1: To Houston Frontline Responders, thank you. To show its gratitude, Tide is offering free laundry services in Houston to the families of frontline responders. Simply bring your laundry and identification to Tide Cleaners and they will wash it within two days. One less thing for you to worry about. While you take care of us all, Tide will take care of the laundry for the families of frontline responders. To learn more and find a location near you, visit hope.tidecleaners.com.
6: Hey, friends, this is Drew Doherty with the Houston Texans. Texas Children's Hospital is the official children's hospital of the Houston Texans and the local sponsor of Play 60, the NFL initiative to get kids off the sidelines and into the action for 60 minutes of play a day. You can run, jump, swim, tumble, swing, or cheer. Have a blast. Just make sure you're active for at least 60 minutes a day to score the healthy future you deserve. To learn more, visit texaschildrens.org Texans.
5: The Houston Texans, Toro, and NOV have partnered with the Sam Houston Area Council of Boy Scouts of America to present Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying. Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying, presented by NOV, is an educational assembly about preventing bullying. This year, the Texans and NOV have created an anti-bullying patch for students in the Scout Reach program. Scouts who complete Toro's anti-bullying quiz on HoustonTexans.com will receive the patch. The Texans, NOV, and the Boy Scouts are proud to help stop bullying across Houston. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride, from the camaraderie of the other bikers, a band of brothers, always there for you, rain or shine, to the amazing savings you get with Geico on your motorcycle insurance and accessories coverage all year round. But for Bucky Hornhill, it was one reason in particular. It was my helmet hair. I was born with helmet hair. I've tried to cut it a bunch of times, even buzzing it, but it immediately just goes back to helmet hair. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
0: Not too long ago, Houston Texans fans were cheering in the stands of NRG Stadium. We now cheer for our first responders, healthcare workers, teachers, and many more who exemplify the true Texan spirit. Until we gather as over 70,000 strong once again, let's support those on the front lines in the fight against COVID-19. For more information on resources for you and your family, visit houstontexans.com/covid.
4: Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. This is Texans Radio
1: on Sports Radio 610.